0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Well,
1: as it all turned out, uh, the Atlanta Falcons were victorious over Green Bay. New England, of course, victorious over the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Joining us to talk about uh, the game going forward, of course, is Nick Ashbourne, who's the sports editor for Yahoo Canada. Nick, thanks so much for the time. Great to have you with us today.
0: Thanks for having me on.
1: Let's uh, first of all ask you about uh, both games yesterday. Uh, heading into the game, uh, two, uh, four very good football teams. In, in your mind, were there any surprises in those two games?
0: I was not surprised by the results of the games. I think it was a little bit surprising the margins of victory. Like you said, there are four really good games there. Four, sorry, four really good teams there, and I didn't really expect a blowout in either game. It was competitive early on in both, but you know both these teams kind of ran away with it, and for me that was a little bit uh, shocking almost.
1: The Packers are one of the great stories of, of this past season. They got off to a pretty shaky start. There were questions about maybe a coaching change was in order. I know they, they had a number of major injuries, but in the last half of the season they really got their act together and looked pretty good in the first couple of runs of the playoffs. What happened yesterday? They, they, they just didn't seem to have their act together.
0: I mean, there's a lot of excuses going to be thrown out. People said there was uh, some sickness going on, some flu, some travel issues. I don't know. That kind of stuff gets thrown around. But realistically, I think that people, more than anything else, kind of underestimated just how good the Falcons were. Um, You know, Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball around like no one else, but the Falcons' offense just couldn't be stopped. And so when your defense can't get you a single stop, it doesn't matter how good your quarterback is sometimes because if you're playing from behind like that, it's just not going to work out.
1: There are teams that, uh, in, in the major markets, I mean, the Giants in, in, in New York, obviously, and in Los Angeles and Chicago, they, they get a lot of press simply because of the, the the magnet that those media centers are. And then there's the iconic teams, and the Packers are one of those iconic teams, And with uh, arguably one of the best, if not the second-best quarterback in the National Football League. But what about the Atlanta Falcons? I mean, the, you know, is, it, is this a team that just doesn't get any respect, Nick?
0: Compared to how good they are, I think that's definitely true. Um, The Falcons scored the most points in football this year, 33.8 points a game. I think Matt Ryan was the best quarterback in football this year. I know that's kind of blasphemous to say when Tom Brady's still hanging around. But, for example, Matt Ryan threw 9.3 yards per pass. That was more than a yard better than the next best guy, which was Brady at 8.2. These guys can just move the ball, and there's a lot of ways they can do it. And they've shown in this playoffs that even a defense like Seattle, for instance, which has been famously good in recent times, couldn't do anything against
1: this offense, and it's the same thing with green Bay I, I I know that you have to play sixty minutes, I get that, but there were indications early in that game that it just wasn't going to happen for Green Bay, and maybe the first one was the missed field goal early in that game. Now I know that's early in the game and it's only one field goal, but it, it just looked like it okay that sh- it, it, there's no such thing as a gimme I guess when you're kicking from that distance, but this guy was pretty consistent all year long, and you just had to wonder right there, you know hey, wait a second, this this is just bad karma.
0: In a game like that, like you said, it was early in the game, but there's no margin for error because once you fall back a couple of scores to the Falcons, you're not going to catch them because they're going to keep putting points up against you. So that field goal early on would have helped them stay in the game. And like you said, that miss was huge because suddenly it felt like they were out of the game very early on.
1: And then, you know, as if that wasn't bad enough, of course, then they finally do after Atlanta gets a couple of scores. Uh, The Packers driving down the field, looking pretty impressive, looking like the Green Bay Packers, and a fumble inside the five-yard line. And you just figured, okay, that's it. I mean, those are ten points right there, Nick. That I know if you look at the final score, you say, well, ten points wouldn't have made the difference. But it's not oftentimes, it's not just how much you score, it's when you score that can really determine the flow of a game.
0: No, it's absolutely true. And like you said, it wouldn't have affected the final score in theory, but when the game is close, that affects the way the game is played. And so, because the Falcons had this cushion, they were able to play the game in a certain way. They were able to run the ball a little bit more, take time off the clock. Um, They're able to pin back their ears and rush the passer a little bit more. So, because they had this lead, they were able to play the game in a different way, and that really led to them running away with it.
1: Talking to an Arden Packer fan this morning, who's obviously you know disappointed in the result yesterday. Uh, And surmising that, you know, if this had been a regular season game, there were probably about five guys in that Packer lineup that wouldn't have played that game. They were that banged up. But, come, you know, this is the NFC Championship, so they strap on a sweater. But they clearly were not performing to their optimum level.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jordy Nelson is the big name there. the, The number one wide receiver with that rib injury. And, you yeah, know, you ask anyone who's had a rib injury, it's pretty amazing how much pain someone is in and to be doing that and taking hits. Early in the game, he was very effective, and I was very impressed with him just kind of being out there. Like you said, it's the NFC Championship. People are going to, you know, they're going to suck it up and they're going to play. But, yeah, for sure, playing hurt. You're not the same guy you were. You have Gary Nelson has Nelson on the back of his jersey, but he's not the same Jordy Nelson if he's got a rib injury like that.
1: Well, I've had broken ribs. I don't know if you have. It only hurts when you breathe. uh, That's very heroic. And their secondary just seemed to be decimated. They just could not cover the Atlanta receivers.
0: Yeah, well, if you saw what Des Bryant did to them the previous week, you could only imagine going forward what Julio Jones was going to do, and then he did it.
1: Uh, just a, a very impressive team, but again, nobody seems to pay attention to the to the to the Falcons. I mean, they usually have pretty good seasons. This year was an exceptional season, but the talk just wasn't. It was all Dallas in the NFC, and nobody seemed to pay much attention to the Falcons.
0: Yeah, when Dallas is good, they still have that kind of America's team thing going for them, and kind of as a result, they really suck up all the attention. And I think the Falcons were able to cruise under the radar a little bit. Is that number two seed? But, you know, I think they're a team going into the playoffs that I really like potentially as the best team in the NFC. And they've absolutely shown it so far.
1: But, I mean, sports fans love a success story, don't they, Lick? I mean, you know, here's the Cowboys. Their number one quarterback goes down. This kid comes in, and his rookie season. And, and, and let's face it, Zach had, Dak had an outstanding season. Uh, And Matt Ryan, I mean, you you tend to be a little dismissive. Yeah, his stats look pretty good year after year, but he's the guy that never wins the big one and doesn't do that well in the playoffs. So the the Falcons will fold like they always do. They just seemed as if they wrote the Falcons off early, no matter what the numbers said.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like you said, what's a more exciting story? A rookie quarterback who's a fourth-rounder and people don't know very much about, or, you know, a guy in his 30s who's never really seemed to do it before. People are going to be drawn to what's new and shiny, and the Cowboys had a lot of that going with Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott.
1: AFC, and I will, by the way, mention uh, in the interest of full disclosure, my listeners know this. I'm a, an ardent uh, Patriots fan and have been for years and years and years. Uh, why <laughs> this is this is the team that football fans love to hate. Uh, I just just like baseball fans hate the Yankees, uh, like mo- hockey fans hate the Montreal Canadiens. They they just hate the Patriots, but all these guys do is win.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll give you a little full disclosure, too. I'm a CLC Seahawks fan, so the Patriots are not my favorite team. <laughs> um, but, you know, you cannot dismiss the record. It's unbelievable. Brady wins like no one else has ever won. That's a fact. And uh, Belichick as well. So it seems like the cast around Brady and Belichick seem to shift every year. Um, this year, Gronkowski getting injured, I thought that could really slow them down, and it has to an extent. Uh, but there's so much that they do well. They have that short passing game with Edelman and Amendola, and they take deep shots to Chris Hogan. We saw that yesterday. Like Garrett Blunt is a touchdown machine. Like this Patriots offense, I don't think is as exciting to watch as the Falcons offense, but it's sort of this brutally effective machine.
1: One of the things, and again, I'm spouting up, but I mean, I have watched all the games this year. Uh, and I know you mentioned, uh, you know, Matt Ryan's numbers vis-a-vis Tom Brady's numbers when it comes to passing yardage. But one of the reasons for that could well be that for the first time in a long time, the Patriots have discovered a running game. They have three very capable running backs, and that was never the case before.
0: Yeah, Blanton, James White, and Deion Lewis, like you said, there's three guys there. Um, they all bring kind of a different talent to it blunt is an absolute battering ram he shows that time and time again that run that he made to the one yard line in the pittsburgh game was kind of remarkable to me i mean i played rugby and that it looks like a rugby play more than it looks like a football play he's standing up and he's i think there were six or seven stealers in the broadcast they did the replay and counted the stealers i think there were six or seven Steelers on him and he's still moving forward it's incredible
1: How good is the New England defense? I mean, I I know statistically they were near the top in many categories as the season wore on, but a lot of people were dismissive of that, Nick, and simply saying, look, come on, it's the AFC East. The competition sucks. They didn't have a very tough schedule. They only played three of the top-rated quarterbacks in the NFL this year. They're not really that good. They they looked pretty good last night.
0: They're a good defense. They do a couple of things in particular very well. Um, Their defensive line is incredible at stopping the run, especially the interior run. So teams that want to batter them down up the middle, that's just not going to happen with the guys they have there. Malcolm Butler, your uh, Super Bowl hero there, he's developed into an incredible corner, and he really quieted Antonio Brown yesterday. And he's a guy who will lock down number one receivers. So they'll take away your top receiving threat, and they'll stop you from kind of bludgeoning them with the run. And when those two things happen, there aren't a ton of things left that you can do to this defense. Um, I think the Falcons do have some things they can definitely do. It's not an elite unit, but like I said, they do a couple of things really well. The Patriots are normally playing from ahead, so that gives them a few things they can do. Yeah, not an elite defense, but it's plenty good enough.
1: They're not, in my opinion. I don't get the sense that New England is a shut down defense, but because because you can move the ball on them. But they 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 tend to come up with the big play when they need to, and obviously that's happened time and time again. And I'm I'm not referencing the Seattle Super Bowl, okay? But I'm just talking about the way they have played.
0: Yeah, there's definitely some truth to that. I think you know, with a Bill Belichick team, whether it's offense or defense, they tend to not make that critical mistake, um, and they tend to capitalize. It's very well disciplined. They're not going to take penalties. They're not going to have stupid, unnecessary roughness penalties and things like that. They're going to play a very tight, disciplined game, and as a result, they're almost waiting for the other team to make the mistake, and more often than not, that seems to happen.
1: Well, it's two weeks from t- uh, yesterday, of course, the, the Super Bowl will be played, Super Bowl 51. The early line has the Patriots up by, I think, it's a little more than three points at this stage. Uh, is that going to change? I mean, it, I, obviously, the records are identical, and uh, when you when you look at how they both got here, and, and they both had very impressive wins yesterday, uh, I, I got to tell you the impression I got from watching the Falcons yesterday. Before I ask you who you you, you think is going to dominate uh, in, on Super Bowl. Is when I watched Matt Ryan in playoff games before, he looked like he had nervous feet. He looked unsure of himself. Uh, he looked like, yeah, I don't usually win these games, and and uh, it, it almost it was like, you know, it it came to fruition because of that. That was a different Matt Ryan yesterday. He was confident. He and I understand he got a few breaks in his favor, and that really helps with momentum. But this is this is a guy who's all of a sudden acting like a veteran quarterback and acting like a winner. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think I mean one thing that helps in that regard, is his offensive line. It's improved dramatically. I think earlier in his career, he had to move his feet a little bit more, and that's not what Matt Ryan, despite that rushing touchdown yesterday, moving his feet is not something that Matt Ryan is good at. So he's got an offensive line that's keeping him clean now, and I think that is able to make him more poised. And I think, like you said, could the money line change a little bit? I don't know. The Patriots are have such brand-name value, right? People don't want to bet against Brady, but – what the Falcons have done is pretty impressive. If I were going to bet on the line right now, I would, I would probably take the Falcons, and I could see the money shifting towards the Falcons a little bit now.
1: Again, a lot of people probably don't watch the Falcons through the regular season a whole lot unless you're a Falcons fan. Uh, and for those of us that are just awakening to, to the dynamic uh, talent that's on this team, there's a lot of speed on that offense, isn't there?
0: Yeah, I mean, again, people are going to talk about Julio Jones until the cows come home, and they should because he's just an unbelievable specimen. But the thing, I think, that makes this Falcons team so special is the two running backs they have, Devontae Freeman yeah. and Tevin Coleman. And both of those guys are good running backs. They bring something a little different. Freeman's a little bit more of a bruiser. Coleman's got more pure speed. And they can both catch the ball. And I think that that is where the Falcons are going to move the ball in the Patriots. That was a they big part of yesterday,
1: to... wasn't it? I mean, th- those, those, those backs out of the backfield, those swing passes were a big part of that offense.
0: It's a, it's a huge part of what they do. And you just put the, the ball in the hands of either of these playmakers, even behind the line of scrimmage at the one, at the two, in the flats, and you've got yourself six or seven yards. And they make it look easy. And I'm not sure the Patriots have the speed on defense to uh, to compete with those guys
1: out in the flat. What about special teams? Uh, you've got guys that can return the ball, Lewis for the Patriots, or the, the Falcons, like I say, that speed that they've got uh, always makes them dangerous. And place kicking, uh, a number of Super Bowls have come down to last-minute field goals, last-second field goals. Do you see that happening, Nick? And, and if so, uh, who's got the hot hand?
0: That's tricky. I think what you have is neither unit has sort of elite special teams. Like we've Back in the day, Devin Hester was a guy who you would go into a game assuming that he would change the game. I don't think either of these teams have that guy. Um, Both kickers are extraordinarily solid, so I think if it came down to a kick to win the game, I think that it's very likely that kick would be made. Uh, I don't see special teams as the swing factor. I think that both teams are very solid here, and it's not one where one can really exploit the other, I don't think.
1: All right, and now the big question. When the Super Bowl is actually on, halftime, do you go get sandwiches and another beer, or do you watch Lady Gaga?
0: Oh, uh, well, it depends who you're with. I had a roommate (laughs) in university who was uh, a huge Lady Gaga fan, so I'm sure if I was with him, he would have forced me to stay. Uh, I like to get outside, actually, and kind of throw the football around if I can and uh, move around a little bit because there's a lot of things being ingested on Super Bowl Sunday, and as much as you can work it off, uh, the better you'll be the next day, I think.
1: And, of course, you can watch Lady Gaga on YouTube after, right?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll catch up on it.
1: Okay, as long think- as it, because that, that only makes the day complete. Nick, thanks as always. Great having you on the program today. Really appreciate your insights. Oh, who's yeah, going guess- to win? Who's going to win?
0: I think the Falcons are going to win. And uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, minor plug, you yeah, guys should all check out uh, Yahoo Sports Canada. We've got tons of NFL stuff for the Super Bowl. And personally, I'm going to be writing a review of all the Super Bowl ads this year. should come out Monday. And, uh, I mean, this year we'll be able to see the American ads. So you can
1: yeah, uh, collaborate
0: with me on what you think, what you thought about them.
1: We'll be celebrating. Nick, thanks again. Appreciate it. We'll talk again.
0: All right. Cheers.